Welcome back to another episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I am your co-host, Robert Skolansky. Hi, how's it going? It is good. Back it's only for been, an... yeah, back for another episode. It's only been yeah. one week since we recorded, but for you out there, it's been three weeks. <laughs> well, you know, when you can record in bunches, it kind of helps. Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier for productivity and distribution and stuff like that. So um, by, by now, everyone, um, you guys have listened to the first three episodes. Hopefully they're to your liking. Um, as of today, though, I'm able to see um, our numbers and we've already had seven listens in three days, which is really awesome. Um, like we've that. got a lot of, yeah, we've got a lot of feedback from people on Facebook Um, We've got some feedback from people on Instagram. Um, So if you guys haven't already, head over to Instagram. Um, Our handle is The Simpsons Did It Pod. On Facebook, it's just the page uh, The Simpsons Did It. So make sure you like us and follow us on those two platforms. Wait, Um, wait, you said Instagram was uh, Simpsons, The Simpsons Did It Pod, right? That's correct. Okay. So um, make sure you head over there and uh, like us on there. Um, I'm posting content, hopefully, uh, every day to every other day. Um, the last few days, well, for us have been kind of funny. So, um, I know it's the future, so I'll kind of keep it short. Um, so thank you guys, uh, for listening. Obviously we're at episode four, so I'm sure our numbers are going to keep going up by the time this episode airs, but thank everyone. Thank you for everyone for listening. Um, you can always message us um, on Facebook. Uh, If you have a question, comment. Uh, stuff we're doing good, stuff you like to see. Um, I've already gotten requests uh, from people who want to be a guest on our show, wow. uh, which is kind of cool. So um, we're going to chat that over and see who we want to bring on. Um, but if you do want to be a guest, uh, like I said, feel free to message us. Um, so on to the episode. But I guess before we do that, um, obviously we're on episode four, so you kind of know the format. Um, But I'll let you guys know one more time. Um, We'll give you guys the uh, episode number, the name, air date, quick recap, the couch gag. Um, If there is a couch gag, chalkboard gag. If there's Um, a chalkboard gag. If there's a chalkboard gag. And then we'll kind of chronologically go through the episode on what we liked, what we didn't like, quotes, um, cool little things that we found in the episode, Easter eggs. Um, and a lot of other things. And then at the end, we uh, have our closing thoughts on the episode, give a character profile, and say goodnight or goodbye. Or whenever you listen to it, yeah. that closing <laughs> phrase. So uh, without further ado, um, we are on episode four. And season one, episode four of The Simpsons is called There's No Disgrace Like Home. And it aired on January 28th, 1990. Um, and to give you a quick recap of the episode, um, after seeing the families being nice to each other at uh, Burns's party, Homer orders the Simpsons to a therapist, you know, to try and reconcile their family dynamic. Um, the chalkboard gag we see is, I will not burp in class. Yeah, never burp in class. Teachers don't like that. Yeah, I could see Bart being a burper. Yeah, me although, too. Although every time he's been in class, I haven't heard him burp. But since it's considered the future after he writes it on the chalkboard, maybe yeah. he maybe he stopped. 
Maybe. Yeah. All right, couch gag. Um, they all sit on the couch, and Homer pops out this time. Uh, um, I don't believe that is right. I thought the couch collapsed. Nope, nope. Homer pops out of the couch. Kind of like Bart popped out and landed in front of the TV. Homer uh, pops out. Homer pops out and kind of plops on the ground. I so am he doing a correction here because I'm pretty sure that was not correct. Well, I type these notes as I watch the episodes. So. I do too. All right. Well, if, okay, people the, out there, if you listen to the episode and we're oh, wrong. Oh, you are right. I wonder exactly. if I didn't see that one. All right. Never mind. I was so wrong. There's no, so there's no correction. Steven's always right. You uh, learn that. So um, now this is a theme that we'll kind of be seeing, I think, through the probably the first like seven, eight episodes, maybe somewhat popping out of the couch because so far yeah. it's been Bart. And now Homer. So maybe there's a little bit of uh, future popping in the next couple of episodes. Um, so kicking off the episode, um, Homer and Marge and Bard and Lisa and Maggie are all getting ready to go to Burns's. I would call it a company picnic. Yeah, it would definitely be a company picnic. At Burns's Manor. So it's the first time we get to see his estate, which looks so different from anything New anything we've seen in the in the future um, and, I, and i thought it was interesting now i get it it's a you know a company outing and you want to look nice but like homer and marge aren't wearing their normal clothes no I, that is really weird for the now now it's not to say that they haven't worn different outfits in future yeah. episodes but being that it's still season one you know episode four early on it's so weird to see them out of it i never thought they were actually out of their normal wear. But you kind of have to imagine it is a company picnic. I'm sure Burns is like everyone dresses up, um, bring food, which leads us to what they bring and literally what everyone else brings to the company picnic. Marshmallow Uh, Jello. Yep. And because Marge apparently blabbed that uh, it was Burns's favorite dish, uh, which to even to him, he's like, uh, it's not really. I just thought it was really, he was being nice. He thought it was really yeah. good. Um, and I do like the fact that the Simpsons bring five of them. I wrote four, but it's, I think it's five. I think Maggie helped, had one. Did she? So like, I wrote that note in the parentheses and I was like, well, I know in the car, Maggie had one, but well, maybe, maybe that was Homer's. So maybe they did bring four. Yeah, I think I'm that's why I wrote the note. Cause I'm like, well, Homer was driving. So somebody else has to carry that fourth one. So I don't think they were all carrying. I think Marge was not carrying one up to the mansion. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, and then, then you look at the tray table of all the other (laughs) marshmallow jellos that everybody brought it. Uh, Somebody blabbed one time that Burns sort of liked it. I really hope uh, Burns had a good caterer for the event and didn't rely on people bringing food well he's super rich he should be catering but it's burns and he's evil so and he doesn't and he wants to keep his money and not spend his money yes he's like the evil scrooge mcduck even though scrooge is (laughs) very evilly weird and kind of generous not really generous but he likes to hoard his money yes all right so like we mentioned last episode um smithers was black and now this episode he finally turned yellow and has blue hair yeah so he's back to normal so he's back to normal i guess or yeah i guess i call it normal yeah um and then so 
Smithers is in the entranceway, basically telling Burns who all of his employees are. <laughs> well, he's old, he, and he's the, the head of the company. I, like, I wouldn't expect, like, a huge company to know all their employees, but I feel like the nuclear power plant... I, I don't know how many people work at, the nu- at a nuclear power plant, if anybody knows the average size of nuclear power plant. But if you have, like, 30 to 40 employees, I would expect you to know most of them. Yeah. And, I mean, Homer's definitely so bad at his job. And they've been in it. I love how, I mean, this is obviously a theme throughout the, the, season. the, the series. But, like, he's been in a room with Burns. They sat down. They had a conversation. Burns basically rehired him. Yep. I still think it's funny that he doesn't know his name. Yeah. Like, like you well, have as to we'll see in a future episode, we'll find out what happens when Burns doesn't remember Homer's name. Yes. Um, so Smithers says all their names and then Burns is like, um, hey, Brat. <laughs> and Bart. to Bart. And he tries to correct him. And then Homer's like, no, shut up, Brat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want to anger your boss, and everybody kind of knows how petty Burns is, so. Yep. All right, so they all enter the party, and Marge has to go drop Maggie off in the little baby's room, and so all these kids are sitting in this giant room, and... No Marge adults. Yeah, no adults. Marge doesn't want to leave the kids unattended, so they turn on the happy little elves, which, once again, through, I think, the first season, and maybe the first couple seasons, happy little elves... Yeah. Definitely plays a huge part. It's kind of, they're basically, so I think, supposed to be like the Smurfs, probably. So I kind of, I kind of wonder if the writers of the show are kind of just fans of the Smurfs, and they're like, you know what, we're gonna have a side cartoon, yeah, that's on every once in a while, and we're gonna call them the Happy Little Elves, and then they just leave. So babies alone in a. It'll be interesting to see when the Happy Little Elves disappears from the Simpsons. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, so, uh, so throughout the whole beginning, Bart is kind of being obnoxious, you know, playing with the swans. Lisa's running around. She's being Homer, a fountain. Yep. Homer's trying to corral literally everyone except Marge, who is at the punch bowl. Not realizing it's spiked. Not really a spike. And she's, she's like, I think there might be a little alcohol in this <laughs> punch. And I, I don't know this about Marge because I honestly don't think I've seen her this drunk in any other episode i don't think she drinks in any other episode i mean granted i think it was more of an accident yeah because she didn't realize it was there was uh, alcohol in the punch and then she just kept drinking but she looks like she'd be a really fun drunk yeah she she starts people singing songs um and then i like how she says she's not much of a drinker that homer replies well it's a great time to start." start so clearly she doesn't drink Yep. And um, so I think that's just hilarious that she kind of portrays this really fun drunk. And if I was Homer, I'd be like, let's get you drunk more often. Maybe not at the company picnic, but uh-huh. let's uh let's keep you less drunk. And then one part one part of the uh the, the picnic that we don't have in our notes, but I do enjoy was the uh the sack race where they're like everybody's in unison and they're letting Burns go ahead. Yeah, and it's all like wanna... jump, and then Burns jumps and everyone jumps. So Burns and then Bart is just like, screw this, man. And then Homer has to tackle him and 
It doesn't seem. But here's the thing: when Burns finishes, it doesn't seem like he's angry that it was close because he kind of says in a jovial way, "Oh man, it was a close one this year." Like, like he knew he wasn't gonna lose. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I just, I mean, he, I just feel that like he's so senile that he is oblivious to the fact that Smithers tells everyone to let him win. Yeah. I think he's, he's that deluded to think that he is going to win every single year. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is the first time Burns uh, releases the Hounds or... The hounds, I don't think, ever get released, but he literally tells everyone, if you're not off my property in 10 minutes, I will release the hounds. So it's the first mention that he might release the hounds. It's a good thing he has hounds, especially at his house. Yep. So I didn't note this. This was kind of a fun fact um, about the episode. Smithers wears his plant ID even at the picnic. Yeah, I noticed that. So even when he's not at the plant he is wearing it. So we got to, we're going to put a pin in that. We'll see when he's not wearing it out and about anymore. Cause I, I love know... this. I love this sign going up to Burns's manor that reads uh, poachers will be shot. Like, do you have exotic animals at your mansion? Like I, I mean, he's rich. He, he <laughs> like... might. <laughs> well, I, oh, I don't think his, his dogs aren't exotic, but we'll have to keep an eye out. Maybe in another episode when they show Burns's house, they might, but also, we don't know how he makes those suits from, you know, the gorilla chest suit and the turtleneck. Oh, yeah. So we don't we don't necessarily know if those animals are alive on his property or if he's buying them beforehand. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye out that. Um, so after it's all done, they, they're at the cars and they're driving away. And obviously that family that Homer kind of compares himself to drives away, floats off to heaven and. You look at the Simpsons car and they're all just evil demons demons, and they're getting Homer gets really, you know, upset. So Homer gets upset and wants his family to change. And the the quote was just so weird. So Homer's saying, saying to God, I know you're everywhere. You're omnivorous. (laughs) I'm trying to think, I'm trying, is it ominous? What word was he trying to go for? I know the word, uh, omnipotent, omnipotent. Couldn't get that out. Yeah. Omnipotent. You're as bad as Homer. You're omnivorous, which yeah, is yeah. But at least yeah, I know what the word is. Which, which, if you don't know what omnivor- uh, omnivorous is, it means you eat both uh, meat and vegetables. Correct. So, um, so they sit down to dinner. Yep, and uh, that's that's where they're kind of talking to each other. And Bart's the here's the first quote for Bart: "Don't have a cow, man." Um, which you hear quite oh. often. The, I love I love the prayer that uh, Bart says at the dinner scene. He goes, uh, "Rub a dub dub, thanks for the grub." Yep. Now I don't know if that's where that started. I have no uh, idea. Like if that, like if that's been out longer than just the Simpsons, or if the Simpsons coined that. Um, but sure. that'd be kind of a interesting, uh, fun fact to look up to see yeah. when that was was it created. Um. And then so they, you know, have a really horrible dinner and Homer, you know, says, you know, we're, we're worse yeah. than this. Um, other families are other families are better than this. Yeah. And so they head out and uh, look at other families. Yeah. And they see how nice they are. I love the one house where the guy and the boy are talking 
and they think um, that he's having a nice conversation, but in reality, he's saying, uh, "Dad, I think there's uh, somebody spying us. spying us on the on the lawn." Okay, go get the shotgun. <laughs> and then they get back to their house, and Homer's like, "Look at these." Look at these guys. They're so messy. And then Marge, was that Marge or Bart told them that they were at their house? Their house, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a dump. <laughs> uh, Dad, this is our house. Well, shoot. Yep. I just thought it was really funny that yeah. they wind up at their own house. He doesn't realize it. Yeah. Um, so like, then. Here's my question, though. If you're spying on other families, you get back to your own house. Wouldn't you recognize the inside of your own house? I mean, maybe the house doesn't actually look like everyone else's, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know why they would think that, uh, it, I don't know. It's really weird. So then, uh, Bart, uh, decides to have fun and, and call, uh, Mo. Or no, this is, no, this, was at the, sorry, this wasn't a phone call. This was Homer at Mo's cause he's upset yes. with the family. He left and Mo's apron is still pink. Um, and then Mo has a black and white TV at the bar. I think it's still black and white from when Homer was there during Santa. Yep. Um, and he sees a commercial for Dr. Marvin Monroe. Yep. Um, and I do love the phone number. The phone number that he has to call is 1-800-555-HUGS. Yeah. Um. I wonder if that number actually works. Somebody try it out and let us know if it works. Yes. Please let us know. It's, it's really funny to see what TV phone numbers actually work. Yeah. So um, while Homer is sitting at the bar, though, the police come in and we get our first appearance of Eddie and Lou and they're uh, they're telling Homer to watch out. There are people spying on other families, which Homer <laughs> is. But here's the thing. They come in with a dog named Bobo. And I know in other episodes they have a dog. Is it the same dog? I don't know. I don't know if they ever mentioned the name. So we'll have to. Yeah. Keep but in this around. episode, they mentioned Bobo because he starts growling at Homer and Homer's like, oh, I have some jerky in my pocket. But I, what scent did Homer leave at the, I guess, quote unquote, crime scenes that would give a scent to a dog? I I don't know. It looked like the dog they had was like maybe a German Shepherd. And I'm not, uh, I don't, I think, well, yeah, I think they use German Shepherds to look for sense so i mean but what did homer leave behind he didn't leave i mean you just don't leave your scent on things but you but dogs can still pick up a scent yeah but they need something to reference it to that's true i don't know when you or maybe maybe bobo just didn't like homer that's possible it is possible so homer sees the commercial and says when will i learn the answers to life problems are not at the bottom of a bottle they're on tv which is contradictory from other quotes because he, uh, uh, there's a couple other quotes where he's like, oh yeah, alcohol is the solution. Yep. I don't, I just think he doesn't, I think he's, it's at the, at the moment. Yeah. He's an at the moment guy. It's like, oh yeah, why am I at most drinking when I should be watching TV for my answers? <laughs> That's true. Um, and so we also get the first episode of Itchy and Scratchy. And I wrote sort of because it's kind of just a clip of uh yeah they didn't really introduce it and 
like there was no intro, like itchy and scratchy intro intro theme song. There wasn't crusty at the end of the episode saying, "Wow, yeah. what a great episode!" So it was kind of just an episode of itchy and scratchy on TV. And then Homer turns it off and says, "We're getting rid of the TV um, because we need yeah. to pay for therapy." Um, and someone and Homer's like, "Well, we got to use we can use the college fund." Which inside the college fund, and I love how it was in like Bart's piggy bank, or it was a piggy bank. It was a piggy bank, but in the previous episode when Homer smashed it to get money, it kind of looked like it was Bart's. It kind of looked like the exact same piggy bank. So maybe they replaced it. So, so here's my problem with so the they find out that to do this they have to have two hundred and fifty dollars. The college fund. Was eighty eight dollars and fifty cents. They then pawned the TV for a hundred and fifty dollars. That is not equal two hundred and fifty dollars. So do they have leftover cash from their savings, or Homer might have had just like clearly they had a break open the. I think Homer I mean, just sure. had some extra change maybe in his pocket or some or in his wallet just lying around. It's like okay, this is this gets this gets us what we need. Um, yeah. So then, it's like here's two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, where's the other eleven fifty? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he must have. He, I bet he had it in his wallet. So oh, they, go, they go to the therapy room, and out walks a family that kind of looks very similar to the Simpsons. Um, so I think they. I mean, they're just kind of drawn ever so slightly different. Yeah. To to make us as the viewer believe, oh, they can change anyone. Yeah. Um, so they go in and the first thing Dr. Marvin Monroe asks is draw your source of, of anger. And everyone draws a Homer. crude picture of Homer and Homer's just sitting there doodling. Oh, I'm almost done. And then Monroe's like, what do you got? And he's just drawing an airplane crashing. I mean, maybe that's the source of all of his anger. Or that's how he sees his family in the end, just dying in a horrible plane crash. <laughs> Or, you know, it's over. He doesn't pay attention to anything. And he just, just, he heard, oh, draw. And he just drew something. Yep. That's the, really the only thing. The yeah. only thing I could, I could think of. So then, obviously, that didn't work. So yeah. they go to their next phase. Uh, hitting people with mallets. You know, basically getting your anger out. Yes. And Bart's like, hey, these things work a lot better without the full <laughs> padding. And Monroe's like, I assure you they don't. And then Bart whacks him in the knee. Oof, yep. That had to hurt. Yep. So I don't know if you noticed this, but this was also a fun thing about the episode. The mallets are actually kept in a gun rack. I did see that. Yeah. So. That <laughs> mallets, guns, you know, anything to harm your your family members. Sure. Um, so obviously, after whacking them didn't work, um, they upgraded to electroshock therapy, uh, which is really funny because it makes the town just. Go like haywire. Kind of go haywire and burns is happy because he realizes that the energy converse uh conservation, conservation might be at an end <laughs> so obviously it's the 90s it's kind of the whole save the rainforest conserve energy um you know it's kind of the end of the bush administration and into the clinton administration right yeah. well no. 1990 bush was still in office 92 would have been clinton 90. Yeah, so I guess so it's not quite there yet, but yeah. I'm guessing I'm sure, sure the save the rainforest thing and sort of energy, you know, conservation was kind of big. Yeah, 
in the end of the 80s, early 90s. So that's kind of, but I love how Burns just gets so giddy. Yay, I can make more money. People are uh, spending more. And um, now I correct, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that whole electroshock therapy was a reference to um, uh, Once Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I don't I believe. Know. I believe that's that was like there was a scene in that movie with George uh Jack Nicholson I, and uh, I've never I've actually never seen one flew one flew over the cuckoo's nest so I believe that's that. that I believe that's where that reference came from um and then at the end you see everyone you know zapping each other and then Dr. Monroe Monroe shouts this is not the way to get healthy yeah and they she shuts it down and Marge Marge thinks it worked. Every yeah. Marge thinks we're happy closer together. closer together than we've ever been before. I do love Maggie though. Maggie just, just funny buttons. Just let's yeah. Oh, well, she's a baby. Them. That's what babies yeah. do. They hit buttons. They like, they like pressing buttons. And so Monroe's like, no, this didn't work. And it's like, well, if we're not cured, it's uh, double our money. And so he's outside counting out 20s to, yeah. to Homer. So now like, here's, here's the thing about that. Obviously, Monroe gives gives in to, the, you know, double the money back. And, you know, he grumbles about it at first. And at first, he wasn't going to do it. The Simpsons have a pretty good legal claim to say, hey, we paid this money. The ad clearly states we're supposed to get uh, double our money back if this doesn't work. So I, I'm assuming... That maybe Monroe realizes that, oh, they could take me to court and it's just not worth it over $500. I mean, to be fair, though, if you were to take somebody to court over something like this, it could take a couple of years to get your money back, even if you get your money back. So the Simpsons really went out in the end. Yeah, well, I mean... They end up with the the 500 for failing, but but I also wrote, did they fail? I feel like... Marvin Monroe took it the wrong way because in the mind of the Simpsons, they did feel closer together. Yeah. And so if I'm hearing that, I mean, I mean, I guess according to Marvin Monroe there, they weren't at family bliss. Yeah. But I, I think they, I think they just won out. I think, I think they were closer together and they got the 500 bucks. Yep. And then, so they go and upgrade their TV to a 21 inch screen. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, now granted this is 1990. I don't like, I'm sure like the biggest TVs and maybe family homes were probably like 32 inches. So I'm, I'm thinking 21 inches in 1990 was probably a big deal. Obviously in today's day and age, I don't even think you could find a 21 inch screen. Well, you can get like small screens for like your kitchen and I stuff like that. So I mean, they they still exist. It's like really small screens still exist. I mean, they're more computer monitors now. I mean, you can get a thirty-inch computer monitor. Oh yeah, if you, if you really want to, uh, or a really small, you know, thirteen-inch computer monitor. Yeah. Um, but I I do think it's funny that we're upgrading. Oh, I, I kind of want to know what size the other one was because that thing was pretty hefty. I mean, Homer. Yeah. Well, it was a tube TV. It was a tube TV, but like it did looks now granted. Yes. Homer could carry it by himself. So I mean, I guess I'd have to measure my 30, my, or my tube TV and see what size it is. But I think that's, that's a 32. I believe Well, it's 32. Then Homer's kind of would have to be pretty close. I mean, I guess size is relative when you're 
carrying it on a animated show. Yeah. Um, and then closing credits. Yep. Um, so thoughts on the episode, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the appearances of, you know, uh, Eddie and Lou and getting our first look at Dr. Marvin Monroe, but it just didn't really click for me. I mean, there is some good, funny spots. Um, and for a uh, Simpsons episode, it seemed a little bit on the disjointed side. Um, it's still funny. I think I'm going to give it a two. Um, and again, it had its good moments, but I, I don't know. I think I gave it a two. Yeah, I'm kind of along that lines, too. It, it did feel really choppy. It, lo- it felt like the transitions from scene to scenes just felt like random jumps to a new point in time. Um, I mean, yeah, the jokes were there, but it just felt so flat. Yeah. Like, it didn't have the laugh out loud Simpsons jokes that you kind of see in the future. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you're still, episode four, you're still getting character arcs kind of in place. Where's everyone yeah. as a family? And, I mean, it seems like, you know, after, I mean, now, it seems like the Simpsons are copacetic. They, yeah. I mean, they are all on the same page. Maybe it all boils back to this one episode where, you know, they got put back together. Maybe. But I, just, I don't know. It was just, it was average. Yeah. yeah. I'll go with so, the two. Yeah, two. All right, guys. What did, what did you think? Uh, let us know on Facebook, um, Instagram. Just shoot us messages. Let us know. All right. So finally, we'll close the episode out with our character profile. And this week is Dr. Marvin Monroe. Um, his occupation is a medio psychotherapist. I do like that because, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't see commercials on TV for therapists. Even back in the 90s, I can't remember. A I don't really. Or, don't get me wrong. You see a lot of commercials for medication, but never really psychologists or, you know, psychiatrists or psychotherapists. Or maybe he's a media psychotherapist for people who work in the media. Because those guys, I feel like, need a therapist on standby. Eh, it really depends on the occupation. Yeah, but then it's, let's see. Here's his practice. Practice is Dr. Marvin Monroe's Family Therapy Center. So, so maybe he's a media media psychotherapist because he advertises to on like television and radio and all that stuff. That's possible. So his phone number, like we mentioned earlier, is one eight hundred five 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 hugs. But then his radio host, which you'll see in future episodes, um, he does have a radio show. His call-in therapy show phone number is five 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 pain. So I mean, well, maybe I guess, the therapy center is different from his call-in hotline. Yeah, you have to be in real. You have to be suicidal almost. Yeah, <laughs> or have road rage or something when you're calling in for his radio show. But it's only families that are allowed in his therapy center. Yeah. Um, so he established the Marvin Monroe Take Home Personality Test. And the Marvin Monroe Meshugana Quotient, or the MMQ. <laughs> uh, so, I I would love to take the Marvin Monroe personality test. I will put a pin in this and see if I can find, find it. it. See if there's 
something online for the personality test posted on Facebook, and we'll see how everyone turns out. Yeah. Um, turn-ons. I love how these uh, turn on and turn off. Like this is his dating profile. Yeah. Uh, rich people with emotional problems and TV cameras and microphones. I mean, he does like to be in front of a TV, yeah. like to hear his own voice, but it, it doesn't seem like a practice, like family therapy and rich people kind of coincide with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he likes taking care of family problems, but yeah. they're not all well, rich, obviously. Well, yeah, rich people rich. give him money. Yeah. And he doesn't have to give that money back, like Homer. Yeah. Uh, turnoffs, poor people with emotional problems. <laughs> so the Simpsons. So the Simpsons. Sanity. Uh, patients who take him up on his double your money back guarantee. <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> like the Simpsons. He does. I feel like he has something against the Simpsons. Well, here's the thing. If you don't want people to take you up on, on you know, the double your money back, don't do it. But I do like there are, I mean, therapy, maybe you shouldn't have that, but like products, you know, yeah. like this product or your money back. So yeah, don't do it on something that is not a hundred percent guaranteed. And I was going to say therapy too takes a lot longer than one session. One session. <laughs> like, you're not going to solve all your problems talking for an hour with one person. It he's takes, cocky. He's it cocky takes though. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's he's a cocky guy. Yep. So, all right. Well, that's been. Um, there's no disgrace like home. Uh, yep. Let us know what you guys think. So to close out here, um, like we mentioned on the top of the show, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, our pages, The Simpsons Did It, on Instagram, uh, the The Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, we are currently on, as of recording this episode, um, I can tell you that we are on the podcast, um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public are the current platforms that you can hear us on. Yep. Um, Eventually, guys, we, we should be on iTunes. Yep, we're still waiting on iTunes right now, um, so... It might be by the time you hear this episode, we might be on iTunes and I'm updating on Facebook as we go. Yep. So make sure to keep an eye out on there. But uh, as of recording this episode, these are the platforms we're on, but Spotify is pretty huge. A lot of people have Spotify yeah. um, and Google podcasts. So if you have an Android phone, yeah, you can always listen to us on there. And we look forward to hearing more from you guys in the future. Um, so until next time, I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. This has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.